Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Oswego Alumni Podcast. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Oswego Alumni Association, SUNY Oswego, or any of its officials. Email us with guest ideas or any other feedback at alumni at oswego.edu. Welcome to the Oswego Alumni Podcast. I'm your host, Dee Perkins. A few weeks ago, a broadcast came together at WTOP that everyone is talking about. And although they're not alumni yet, they will be. We thought it would be fun to get the students' perspective today. And who better to talk to than these two amazing ladies? The very first all-women's broadcast of the Oswego men's Laker hockey team happened a few weeks ago. And not only did this team put together an amazing group of 21 students who put the broadcast on the air and got to celebrate the program's 1,000th victory, but they also reached out to alumni who peppered the broadcast with video messages of congratulations. I am so excited to talk to these two ladies, Natalie Barden and Jolie Santiago. They are class of 2024. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much Thank for having, having us. us. <laughs> oh, it's it's so great. There was so much excitement about this game. And I, I recently read an article that said the sports director, who I imagine is a guy, put this on the board back in November. Um, Natalie Jolie, who wants to tell me the story of this? Go ahead, Jolie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what happened was it was our fall 2023 uh, general interest meeting. We wanted uh, new students to know about WTOP. And our sports director, Jacob Bradley, had the all-women's broadcast date set and there all on the board for everybody to see. And it was kind of like an announcement in almost because he didn't really tell anybody. It was just that it was going to happen. And we saw it, Natalie and I, and we decided that we were going to take initiative and go for it. Did Jacob come up with the idea? How, how did this come? It's not something that's done yearly, is it? No, not at all. No, it was, I, I think, more of like, he knows that there's a lot of ladies that are involved in sports at WTOP. He's seen them come and go, but he wants it to be like a consistent thing. And he wanted it to see one broadcast specifically with all of us. And um, with that, he said, just it's for you guys to handle. I just want it to happen. So it was it was pretty cool in that sense. So who got the other one? And so I'm mean, Jolie, I'll throw this to you one more time. Uh, did you contact Natalie and say, hey, guess what? I just signed us up for this or, you know, how did the next part work? Yeah. So Natalie and I were, I know that I saw it and I took a picture. I remember in my standpoint was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And so I saw Natalie one day in the office, she was sitting down. I don't know why I remember this, but she was sitting down and I'm just like sitting, standing over her. I'm like, girl, I can't wait to work on this broadcast. Like we're going to do this. And it was just like that kind of conversation. She's like, yeah, I can't wait. And then we waited a couple months and December rolled around. And I was like, we should start working on that broadcast. Like, let's see what we can do. And so I reached out to um, Brittany Karen. She's a alum in Oswego and WTOP. She's huge in, in like sports producing. She's an ESPN producer right now. So I was like, I need to reach out to her and see what she knows and kind of pick her brain. And I told Natalie, like, this is a meeting that you're definitely going to want to come to. Like, if we're going to learn, we're going to learn from the best. So and that was kind of the start of it. I have a picture. Actually, I was wearing this wearing this sweater. I don't know why I remember these <laughs> things, but I was wearing this sweater and I took a picture with Brittany Cairns and Natalie and it was on Zoom like this. It was really cute. So, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I take a picture of everything. I take a picture of TV <laughs> shows I watch. So I can totally relate to taking a picture that day. So Natalie, when Jolie came to you and said, all right, we're going to get started on this. You had to find 21 women who all worked at WTOP. Was that hard? Was that easy? Tell me the process. Yeah. So I felt pretty confident that we had the numbers. It was more like you know, getting them all involved and then making them fit in the right positions where, you know, they would thrive and it would be the best for the broadcast overall. So well, we kind of went about that um, beginning of December when Jolie and I really got going on this. Um, we decided before we left for winter break, we wanted to have like a pretty good idea, like a good baseline of women who wanted to be involved. So we sent out a Google form basically saying, if you're interested, fill this out and then select which positions you'd be interested in doing, what you've done before, um, just so we could kind of gauge where everyone was at and how many people we had. I think we had about 18, 19 responses to that. So almost a full crew. Um, and then from there, we had a whole list of like people we knew who were in the club who we could reach out to to fill those final positions. Um, and that's what we did. We kind of pestered a few people, but it worked out <laughs> totally fine. Um, and yeah, we, we rounded out our crew from there and just got going. I think by the time, I think beginning of January, we had our crew list pretty much set and sent it out shortly after that. Were there any people that signed up that had never done a broadcast before? I think there were a couple who had never done hockey specifically. Um, they had been involved in the club in other ways, maybe in our, you know, our newscast or our original productions. Um, but hockey's a little bit of a different pace, a little bit of a different flow. Um, so yeah, some people who maybe hadn't done hockey specifically, but we made sure, um, you know, to say here, here's someone you can shadow, like come in the weekend before, come in over break. If you're here, um, see how you do this position, ask questions now, figure it out early. Um, and that's kind of what everyone on our crew did. The women who did the play-by-play, -play, was that their first time doing play-by-play? -play? This woman <laughs> did play-by-play, -play, Jolie. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it, that wasn't my first time, but it definitely was one of the first. It was uh, my third or fourth time doing it, so not that many under my belt, but it was definitely something that I would put, I set my eyes on pretty early. Like I was like, Natalie do you think I could do play-by-play? -play? Like, you think that's cool? And she's like, uh, yes, like you're doing it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm going to do play-by-play. -play. It was kind of like that, you know, you just had to take, I had to take initiative in that sense because I, I think that when it came down to it, I wanted to put myself in a spot that I wanted to challenge my, like a spot where I can challenge myself. And yes, I could challenge myself in the control room and I can challenge myself as a host or analyst. That's really awesome. But I think I, it would have been a really big, um, opportunity for me to try play by play. And I was like, let me go for it. You know, it doesn't hurt. And I'm tired of saying no to things. You know, we have to start saying yes and be confident in ourselves. Like Natalie's always told me, she's like, be confident. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, girl. So <laughs> yeah, play by play. But my um color, that was actually her first time doing a hockey color commentating. She's very used to like basketball or football. So for her to do color, that was her first time all women's broadcast. I mean, so much applause to her. I can't imagine Fantastic. what yeah. that must have been like, uh, Jolie. You have, it's three on-air women all together, and they have to find their groove for the very first time in a major broadcast. So do you feel like you accomplished that? Yeah, I think I, think I definitely accomplished that. Um, it was 
a lot when I soaked it in for a second, like, oh my gosh, there's going to be so many people watching. We've promoted the heck out of this. Like, it's going to be a lot of eyes on us um, from the host, from the analyst to the box, to the sideline reporters. There was going to be a lot of uh, ladies on that talent that were going to have their moment. And it was really exciting for all of us. And I think, I think we all accomplished it for sure. Natalie, how did you challenge yourself in the broadcast? Yeah, so I was um, the co-producer with Jolie, and then in broadcast, I was producing and coordinating kind of the whole operation. Um, so for me, I'm very much used to producing newscasts. Um, that's I'm the news director at WTOP. Um, and then when I'm not here, I'm a news producer at the NBC affiliate in Albany. Um, so I was very excited to bring that experience with me that I have um, professionally and with WTOP to um, hockey because <laughs> the skills are the same, but it's definitely applying it in a different way. So I think just making sure I had so much preparation to the point where if anyone asked a question where we were going next, I knew exactly what I wanted um, in terms of like graphics or what I wanted the talent to say. Um, and that's another thing. I had never used our graphics machine before. Um I was scared of it. It's like this big clunky old computer. Um, and I learned it for this. I made all the graphics for uh, the broadcast because I wanted to make sure they were like exactly, you know, the exact content that I wanted, um, the exact look and feel of the broadcast. So that took me several, several hours, um, but we made it work. Uh, so that that was a big thing that was new for this broadcast, learning graphics um, and then just having a ton of prep and knowledge ready so that could kind of steer the ship in that way. My favorite thing about the broadcast, no, there's just too many favorite things, but I love that you thought to reach out to alumni. What was the best advice that you got from alumni in researching how to get this done? Um, The best advice was to have fun. I heard that multiple times over and over again, and I kept having to let, that was my reminder that we should have fun because Natalie and I, we stress. We are just natural people that stress about the things because we care about it and we're very passionate about our work. So when we are those types of people, we tend to think outside of like, oh my gosh, this is supposed to be us having fun and this is going to be a great broadcast. Like, let's just remember that. But like, it's, I don't know, it's just hard when you're thinking about all the things that could go wrong because we have to plan ahead like that. So um, yeah, having fun was probably the best advice. We got like three alumni that said that. And I was like, thank you for that. I really needed to hear that right now. <laughs> Natalie, yeah. how about you? you're very operational minded. What was the best advice you got? Yeah, I think it was, I mean, overall, they were really motivating and it was encouraging to see all these women from different like generations be so excited for us. Um, a, a big one that I heard several times was like, keep this going, like bring this with you in your career, um, wherever you go, like know that this is going to encourage more women to get involved, um, whether it be in sports media or just the media world in general. So that was a big one for me, kind of just bringing this with you where you go and kind of keeping the ball rolling wherever you end up. When it's not a uh, women's broadcast day at um, during a Swigo Laker hockey, uh, men's hockey, is the crew... 100% men like uh what is the normal makeup of the broadcast team um not 100% but i would say generally it's fairly male majority um would you say so jolie 
100%. Yeah, it's it's dominated in, in WTOP right now, at least. It's been men tending to take over the broadcast with, like, talent, crew positions. And, you know, it's kind of left people um, that aren't as maybe involved in sports or people that want to get involved but just feel a little bit like, oh, where can I fit in? Like, where do I put my spot in? Like, people rush to put themselves in the sports position. So with that, on top of people being very close, it's hard to, like, as a newcomer or somebody that's maybe in the outside group trying to get in. So that's why, once again, All Women's Broadcast was all about that inclusivity we asked everybody like do you want to be involved because we will make a position for you honestly that was something natalie and i were like if there's more people than we have positions we will literally have something for you because we had photography we had videography like those are different positions as well like it's not crew it's not talent but it's still a big part of the broadcast so do you realize that the difference you've made here is that some of the ladies who are a part of your crew can now feel confident walking in and saying, I deserve a position on the sports team because I did this. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that was a big goal. Just making sure, um, kind of showing people that you can do this like more than once you should do this more than once. Um, and that's the thing. A lot of the women on our crew, the large majority, I would say do work sports broadcasts pretty much every weekend. Um, it was just really special that we could get together and do it ourselves and know that it was just us and, we were going to put out a fantastic final product. And that's what we did. I, I really think it came out great. Um, so that, that was exciting to kind of showcase our female talent and then hopefully empower them a little bit to keep going and feel more comfortable in the future. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. I have to add to that, Natalie, because you said it right. And what you said, D as well, like the part about deserve, like you deserve it if you're working hard and you're showing up consistently like that's the biggest thing we wanted to show everybody because the women that were on this crew and on this talent have showed us that they are willing to learn willing to be there willing to work consistently and be on broadcast so we were like you have to be on this you know so and now going forward we're hoping that they're going to continue that after us like classes after us but for whiteout like we had a we had a lot of ladies on Whiteout that I haven't seen, at least in other broadcasts. I don't know, Natalie, you've definitely been here longer than me. I, I'm a transfer, so I transferred in last year. Um, so I had last Whiteout and this Whiteout. But from what I've seen from other broadcasts, it's male-dominated once again. But this year, we had the women's broadcast. Um, we had a, the women's hockey broadcast, and there was a lot of ladies there for Whiteout. Now here's a chance to promote Natalie and Jolie. You are both seniors <laughs> And uh, we'll be leaving Oswego. Natalie, first, you are a journalism major. So uh, what's your hope for your career when you leave? Yeah, um, I tend to be a little bit more like news oriented. Um, I really love news producing. Um, so for the immediate future, that's my plan. I'm actually uh, headed to Albany full time after graduation um, with the NBC affiliate there. So that's very exciting. Um, <laughs> thank you. um, yeah, so that's kind of the immediate plan, but I mean, in terms of like my whole life, I'm interested in whole, a whole lot of things. Um, I really do like working in sports media. I'd love to work for maybe a sports, a professional sports team one day, um, and do some, you know, maybe promotions or broadcasting work for them. Um, and I really love news too. So I, I don't know, I guess I'll just have to see, uh, you know, where, Natalie, where it takes that- me. That question is never about your whole life, okay? 
<laughs> Once you graduate, you're going to like people probably do ask you this question. And, and it sounds like, <laughs> how's your whole life going to go? My career took so many twists and turns. The unexpected, the internet came into being while I was out there. I mean, <laughs> the yeah, after didn't even exist. So don't worry about the whole life thing. That'll be <laughs> naturally, you know, just like the fact that you're graduating with a job in hand, that's, that blows my, I was clapping. People that oh, were, thank you. Clapping. That's just amazing that thank you're you. graduating with a job in hand. That's, that's not normal for most people. So congratulations. Uh, clearly you have the, the chutzpah, the luck and um, the talent to do that. So that, that's just amazing. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's so nice. I'm excited. In a weird way, because I'm not your parent or anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jolie, you are a broadcasting and mass communication major, uh, just like me. So uh, what's what's your plan for your whole life? What's your plan for when you graduate? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Somebody actually came up to me like three days ago and they were like, you know, you don't have to answer this or anything, but what are you doing after college? (laughs) And I thought that was like the funniest and nicest way to like approach somebody because I know a lot of people are like scared about after college. Um, I'm not too scared and I don't have anything lined up right now, but it's not like that I'm scared. It's more that I'm really excited for the future. Like there's so many opportunities or so many like paths that I could take that that's what I guess keeps me excited. So I am not too sure what I'm doing after college, but right now I'm interning at uh, WWNY. It's uh, Seven News in Watertown. It's a really nice organization. I really enjoy working with them so far. Um, I know it's only been three weeks, but I really like it so far. <laughs> so I have the rest of the semester. Very excited. Um, and of course, doing work at WTOP, continuing that. That's honestly literally an internship at this point. Natalie knows that. Like we <laughs> we do so much work. It's insane. Um, and then right now also, like at least on breaks, I'm on um CBS Sports's runner crew, uh, operation support is what they call it. It is a really nice position to be in. I'm I feel like I'm really learning a lot from the like pros, I guess you could really call them because they're working constantly and it's really nice. I truly enjoyed that experience. And I want to continue working with them even in the summer. So that's my plan at the moment. So you'd like uh, to be the, tel- the television side of things and home is Watertown. Yeah. Uh, home is actually in downstate New York. It's Rockland County. So I live in new city, New York specifically. Yeah. So like Hudson Valley news 12 is my home station. And I kind of want to work for them. Honestly, that would be really awesome. News my parents would me on the news, right? It's very news good. 12 hire her. (laughs) I know, right? Let's add them at this uh, podcast. (laughs) My my last question is always the Oscar speech. If you were being handed an Oscar today, who during your time at Oswego would you want to thank for everything that has brought you to this this point here? So uh, Natalie, we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, ooh, let's see. I would definitely thank professors, uh, Professor Catherine Loper and Professor Michael Rickey, firstly. Um, they're fantastic. I've taken almost every class that they teach. Um, I'm in a class with them right now with Jolie. They've both helped me yeah. so much in different ways. Um, and neither of them are my advisors, but like they've acted as my advisors. I meet with them often and kind of uh, they give me a lot of advice and help me out uh, with different things, whether it be career or school. Um, they're they're just fantastic. So definitely them. Um, my my family, even though they're not us, we go. I'd have to thank my mom and dad and my brother um, for sure. 
And then I think, you know, the people that I've worked with at WTLT have helped me so much through the years. I've joined the club um, as a freshman. And so I've seen lots of alumni come and go. Uh, well, now alumni at the time, student. Um, but yeah, I mean, people I've worked with starting when I was brand new to the club, 18 years old, knew nothing, who helped me so much. And now 21, about to graduate, know so much. And it's thanks to the people who taught me. Um, so all those people along the way and the people I work with now who still help me so much and support me and encourage me to keep growing. So, yeah, I think that would be kind of my list. Julie, how about you? Yeah, there's a lot of people to thank. I mean, in the first place, mom and dad, of course, grandparents, uh, love them all. Love my whole family. Um, I have to say, though, the reason I came to Oswego, long story, I won't give it to you, but Tim Neckritz in communications, he really he really got me here um, connecting with my SUNY Rockland family over there. So making that connection and they really were talking about us we go and really hyping it up and telling me I should come here so in the first place if it wasn't for them I don't think I really would be here so it's really nice to see that um looking back in the in the past like I'm thankful for them um other than that you know WTOP family I I love them all I love Natalie Natalie and I have the same birthday and I'll remember that forever because we're leaders and it's just great um and yeah, just honestly, professors. Our professors have been so great at SUNY Oswego. I love Professor Ricky. I love Professor Loper, Professor Cleveland. Um, I know I'm missing like a bunch right now, but they know who they are. Professor Fogel. Um, yeah, everybody, because uh, they've taught us a lot. And, you know, the things that they have taught us, we are literally going to take with us. And we won't really even notice it until we're in those positions. Like at Watertown, I've noticed everything that they're teaching me is stuff Ricky has said in class or said as we were out in the field. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize how much he taught me. So it's really awesome that we have great professors like this and they give us great opportunities. So I'm very grateful for um, everybody and um, especially the women on that all women's broadcast. Well, this has been a nonstop smile fest for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to know as an alumnus of the School of Communication that your alumni are so proud of you for pulling off this broadcast. And we are also excited to see what you guys come up with in the future. And, you know, as you know, the WTOP alumni network is strong, very strong. So you can you can always reach out to any alumni when you run into trouble because we are absolutely there to help. Thank you for taking time for us today because I know you've got busy classes. So um, for anyone who wants to hire Jolie, uh, you can find her on Instagram and on LinkedIn. And uh, if you want to say hi to Natalie, who's already hired, <laughs> Natalie is on Twitter and also on LinkedIn. And if you want to reach out to me with guest ideas, because we have over 92,000 alumni, you can reach out on Facebook, on LinkedIn, or email us at alumni at Oswego. I'm Dee Perkins, and we'll see you next time on the Oswego Alumni Podcast. <laughs>